Everyone wants to do value-add deals in multifamily real estate investing, but do you possess the three core traits necessary to be successful in a value-add deal? In this episode, we're going to do an overview of the three traits that will help you profit from value-add deals in multifamily, whether it be five units or 500 units. Surprisingly, real estate investing and real estate entrepreneurship is also a lot about knowing yourself, knowing your strengths, knowing your desires, knowing your why, and also knowing your limits. Let's take the example of buying a value-add deal. Now, what I mean by a value-add deal, for those who don't know what it is, is a multifamily property that you acquire with the goal of increasing rents, decreasing expenses, usually renovating the units. Now, this comes with a whole bunch of difficulties and obstacles because usually what you want to try and do or what you have to do is actually negotiate with tenants in order to have them accept the renovations and the capital expenditure investments to increase the quality of the units that they're living in and therefore accept an increase in rents after that. Or you have to be able to negotiate with the tenants in order for them to actually move out and go on to another building, onto other units. Now, this all seems quite easy and, and romantic and fun in theory when you're, when you're on Facebook or when you're behind a computer or when you're talking with friends at a networking event. But the reality of it, the fact of the matter is that doing value add deals are very, very time consuming and very difficult on the human side of things because once you've acquired the property and you have to actually go to your property, go to the building and start talking to the tenants, talking with actual human beings and negotiating with them, it becomes something that's a lot different than just underwriting properties and acquiring properties or raising capital. It, there's a human side that is very deep and very profound because you have to remember that these people, I mean, these, these apartment buildings that they're living in, the units they're living in, these are their homes, right? So we're talking about a primary need and emotions can get very deep when it comes to primary needs. So as a real estate investor, if you want to do value add deals, especially as a, as a general partner or as the main real estate investor or landlord, you have to make sure that you have three things, three strengths. Number one is obviously being a very good negotiator. Number two is you have to have nerves of steel because depending on where you buy your property, if you're buying a C-class property in a rough neighborhood and you didn't grow up in a rough neighborhood, you actually grew up with a silver spoon, it's going to be very difficult negotiating with that type of tenant or those types of tenants if we're generalizing and you might not be equipped with the nerves of steel to be able to do that. And I'd say the third thing is empathy and compassion because ultimately when you're negotiating with tenants who are ultimately your clients, we're talking about human beings who live in their homes, homes obviously that, that you own because you own their apartment building, that they're living in. Now, you need a very, very high level of empathy and compassion in the way that you deal and negotiate. But obviously, you also have to be very rigid because some tenants will just, you know, take 
your empathy and compassion for softness. So you have to be able to balance all of that out in order to be able to properly negotiate a situation that will ultimately be beneficial for you as the landlord and the real estate investor and also for the person who is the tenant because maybe uh, with what's going to be done in the building, maybe with the construction and the renovations, it might not be the best situation for that tenant to stay there. And if you can find a way to help the tenant better their situation, then obviously that's the best way to deal with those types of situations. But ultimately, you have to make sure that the negotiation, that empathy and compassion, and that nerves of steel are qualities or attributes that you possess. Otherwise, you're gonna find out very quickly that you're not happy doing value-add deals, that they're very stressful, and you're gonna wonder why ultimately you're a real estate investor or a realpreneur. So it's important to take the time to think about what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, what are the limits, and how you want to build your wealth, and how you want to manage your properties, manage your reputation, and ultimately manage the real estate investment company that you own. Obviously, this was just an overview of what is truly necessary to become a good and successful realpreneur. The important thing is to reflect and determine which type of realpreneur you wanna be, and by doing so, you'll make sure that you're going to be successful in your endeavors. I invite you to come back next week as we'll talk about the cash flow myth and how it is preventing you from achieving your goals as a realpreneur.